A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash I don't work here, lady. If you are new here, please consider hitting the like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. It truly, truly does. And let's just get straight in to today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, before we get into the first story, I just want to mention that it does involve someone that's extremely rude to someone with Down syndrome. And it really angered me. So I just want to give you the opportunity to use the timestamps to skip it if you feel that you want to. I've just thrown that one out there. But let's crack on with this story. Now this first story comes from Tubist61. Finally saw one. I follow these I don't work here lady posts with interest. But it's very rare I ever see anyone go off on one of these rants. That is until today. You're just going to need a little context here though. I live in the north of England. It is what is seen as quite an affluent area. Not all of us who live here are affluent. There are definitely two ends of the town and I live in the more down to earth end of town. At the other end, you see lots of new Mercedes, Audis, BMW, Lexus and now Tesla cars being driven around. I drive a six year old Ford. You get the idea. What we do have near me are a few excellent artisan shops. There's butchers selling some of the best beef I've ever tasted. We have a craft brewery, a coffee roaster and a, and a patisserie that would not be out of place in France. We also have a small supermarket and this is where this all takes place. Just up the road, we have what we call a special school. It deals with young adults with a range of mental and physical disabilities. The carers work one-on-one -on -one with the kids and they take them out to shops to get them into shopping independently. Those of us who live here know the carers, know the kids and have always have a chat when they're in the shops. It's lovely to see some of them when they make their independent purchases. This is where Karen comes into play. I'd gone into the supermarket to pick a few things up for dinner tonight and bumped into one of the carers, who I know from volunteering. She told the girl she was with to carry on around the shop and collect her shopping. As we were chatting, I saw a Tesla pull up in the disabled spot outside and Karen walks in. I mentioned as she passed that she shouldn't be in the disabled spot and she just looked straight past me and carried on. Shortly after, there was a raised voice and the carer and I heard, don't just stand there looking stupid. Go and get me a bottle from the back, now. The kids all wear a lanyard and badge around their neck, telling you that they're at the school and this must have confused Karen. As we rounded the corner, we saw a terrified disabled kid in tears and Karen standing there. The next words out of her mouth were, this place gets worse. They must be employing morons now. The carer stepped in and said, you need to stop now. This girl is in my care and is disabled. Can you not see she has downs? Karen responded and said, they shouldn't be out with normal people and you should be controlling her. The carer was dumbstruck. It was at this point I decided it was time I chipped in. What sort of person thinks their expensive car gives them the right to park where disabled people have a space reserved for them and then to hurl abuse at a disabled person being given the opportunity to start living their life independently as they can? Karen came back with a, we work for everything we have. In the North, we have a term for describing people with money and no class. 
I loved her face when I turned back to her and said, no love, you're all just all fur coat and no knickers. <laughs> no major histrionics at the end. She just stormed out. Nobody got arrested. We calmed the girl down and helped her finish her shopping and told her not to worry. Not everybody is as sad as Karen was. All fur coat and no knickers. I've heard that one before. <laughs> and it's got to be used more in conversation. But it's what I... As always, when I come into these stories, I always try to, you know, I don't know why, step into people's shoes and what they might be thinking at that time. And you just think, someone like that, why would you treat another human like that? I don't understand it. It's just like, why? Why, why, why? And it's a real shame her car didn't get towed at the same time. But Miniflix says, all fur coat and no knickers is glorious. To which... Ninja says and replies, similar phrase used in the UK is all mouth and no trousers. <laughs> and Boston Babe says and quotes, they shouldn't be out with normal people and you should be controlling her. And then says, oh my God, my 33 year old daughter has Down syndrome. I want to throat punch this uppity witch. Our children have every right to be out anywhere and normal people. If she's normal, then I keep my precious daughter away from the likes of her. My daughter is one of the best people I've known in my life. She's kind, loving, generous, helpful, creative, fun, happy, and has an awesome sense of humor. She holds no grudges, doesn't judge, and is always thinking of ways to bless others. I think that Karen is the one who shouldn't be out. Douche canoe. <laughs> and Willow Weird says, I love this. A similar expression in the States is, he's all hat and no cattle. And she who loves to draw says she's just proof you can have all the money in the world and still can't buy class, manners or a decent personality. Good for you for standing up for a helpless child and calling out the woman on her atrocious behavior. And now we move on to the next story. This next story is from Smart Alec 246 Casual clothes are now a uniform. I realized the other day I had finally experienced an I don't work here lady in the flesh. A few months ago, I decided to go shopping for a new jeans due to the fact I hadn't updated my jeans since the middle of college. Also, the pandemic pounds hit me hard and I needed clothes that fit. But let's keep that on the secondary reason. <laughs> I'm standing in the middle of a department store wearing a cat hair covered sweatshirt and a basketball shorts. I just picked out two pairs of jeans and was comparing them to see which I liked the best. That's when an old man came walking up to me and said, where are your sunglasses? In an accusatory tone. I couldn't comprehend what he just said to me. My mind was doing mental gymnastics. I was thinking, my sunglasses? Does he mean my mask? Oh no, did I forget my mask in the car? No, I'm wearing my mask, but I also never wear sunglasses. What does this dude mean? Meanwhile, I was just staring at the man with my brow furrowed and my mouth open. All I could stammer out was, my sunglasses. He then took a step closer to me and repeated, where are your sunglasses? It finally clicks in my head that he wasn't looking for my sunglasses, but the store sunglasses. I look back at him and reply, oh yeah, I don't work here. Now it looks like he's doing mental gymnastics. Luckily, an actual employee nearby who'd been restocking clothes the entire time jumped into the conversation and took the old man off my hands. I still can't comprehend how my outfits seemed appropriate for a department store uniform. I thought it was borderline acceptable to even be seen in public considering how much cat hair was on it. The entire experience couldn't have been more than 45 seconds, but boy, did it feel like an eternity. Luckily, at the end of the day, I have two more comfortable pairs of jeans to wear. <laughs> to be fair, while I was reading that story and I was like, what, is he, what could he mean about the sunglasses? I was equally as confused as OP in this situation. <laughs> 
And our next story comes from Comprehensive Tip 202. I'm a passenger lady, not the ticket man. Oh my God. Finally found a Reddit for something I face on a regular basis. See, I seem to have one of those faces that just fits in everywhere. Once I was on a train home from work, I stepped onto the train with my headphones in and not immediately spotting a seat decided to stand by the train doors. About four stops into my journey, this young lady and her friend got on the train from the other carriage doors. She then proceeded to walk up to me and start talking. I removed my earphone to hear what she was saying. She was asking me for a train ticket to Brighton. I was like, sorry darling, you need to find a train employee. I'm a passenger. This should have been the end of the story, but no. She then proceeded to shove a 10 pound note into my jacket pocket and walked off with her friend saying, we will tell them at the other end that he wouldn't give us a ticket, but they can see from cameras that we paid him for the trip. I spent the next month standing by those doors every day, but alas, no further luck. (laughs) Ah, such a British one. Do any other countries use darling as much as in the UK? I'm very curious about that. Right, darlings, let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from F Mintar one I didn't know I'm not supposed to work here. This happened two years after I arrived in the USA, when I was 14 or 15 years old, sophomore high school. So I'm still trying to adapt myself to the new country. One of the issues that I'm facing back then is understanding places and locations. Also, this was back when there was no such thing as Google Map, only Quest Map when you have to print and carry with you everywhere, and I have no cell phone yet. My high school divides their grade into five sections, such as 10A, 10B, 10C, 10D, 10E, and the same thing for freshman, junior, and senior. One of the purpose of this is to make career development day easier. In a specific day of the week, the school sends a bunch of students to their specific location outside of the school for the whole day in accordance to their section to learn about different careers and make a short story about what you've learned. For example, A goes to their location on Monday, B on Tuesday, and so on. The purpose of Career Development Day is for students to go to the location designated by the school and shadow employees there so the students can write a report on what they've learned about a specific career. I didn't go to this school for my freshman grade, so I don't know what career development is. However, I was a very shy kid, being new in the USA and all, so I didn't ask too many questions and just go along with it. When I received my roster for the year, I also received the address for my career development location for the year as well. I went to enter the address into MapQuest and printed it out and didn't realize I switched the number. For example, what was supposed to be 1333, I typed it as 3133. The first day of my career development day of the year, as expected, I went to the wrong address, which was a USPS warehouse. When I came into the facility, I was confused and so was the rest of the staff there. I didn't see any other students and my teacher wasn't there as well. I tried to explain with my sort of broken English that I'm here for career development day, showed the logo of my school and my uniform and being extremely nervous. I think they understood what I'm trying to say because the next minute I was being put into work. It was super easy, just sorting mails, very mundane work. Career development day was supposed to last half a day from 9am to 12.30pm and then go home. I started at 8am and sheepishly told the staff that my school dismissal time is 2.30pm. They were really nice, bought me lunch, drink and told me I was a good helper. Also, they wrote a letter mentioning about what I've done the entire time I was there and gave it to me so I can show it to my teacher. The next day, I've been... Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. 
Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Called to see the career development teacher. Turns out I was marked absent for the first day since I didn't show up and nobody called the school to find out where I was. The funny thing is the school didn't contact my parents to find out where I am as well. I showed the teacher the letter I received from the USPS staff and after reading it my teacher laughed until tears coming out of her eyes. I was very embarrassed but at least the teacher understood, forgiving me and removed my absence. She also pointed out that I was at the wrong address and printed the real direction. I wish smartphone was invented back then because I clearly am not smart. <laughs> that is such a wholesome story. I mean, that you just turn up and these people welcomed you, put you to work, bought you lunch and you had a great day by the sounds of it. Ah, oh, it's absolutely lovely. And I mean, we could look at the negatives on this one and say like, no one was really worried about where this child was <laughs> for the whole day. But I think we should just look on the positives of this one and... Opie had a great day. And this next story is from Why Not Two. Mistaken identity. This happened to me probably three years ago and I felt like sharing. I went to my nearby supermarket to grab a few things since I have a few days off work when I noticed this lady in her late 40s, I think, storming up to me. At first I didn't notice that she was staring me down as I saw her out the corner of my eye so I stepped forward to let her pass. Of course, she didn't want to get past me. She wanted me. She was clearly annoyed about something and abruptly said, why has this gone up £10? Holding up some sort of cleaning product. Really puzzled, I said, I'm not sure, I guess the store felt like raising the price. She huffed at me, not happy with my answer. Then she asked me if I could check the back of the store for a specific scent of this product. Of course, I was a bit oblivious to the fact that she thought I worked there, so I rather sheepishly said, like, in the storeroom. I don't think I can just walk in there. Her mouth just dropped and she pretty much yelled, Why can't you? I'm asking you to do something. I expect you to do it. I finally clock onto the fact she thinks I'm an employee. Despite the fact I'm wearing a galaxy print snapback hat over my purple hair, green jeans and a hoodie. I tell her I don't work here, which made her even more angry. She replied, So it's your day off. Can't you just do this for me quickly? I tell her that it's indeed my day off, but it's my day off from the pub down the road. Now she looked as puzzled as I did, so I tell her again I don't actually work for the supermarket. She turns around and storms off, looking a bit embarrassed, and I don't think much of it. As I go down a different aisle to grab my last few bits, I spot an actual employee, who is more or less the spitting image of me, if a bit taller and skinnier, with almost the exact same shade of purple hair. At that moment, it all made sense. Edit, I should point out that even though this supermarket is slightly closer to me, I pretty much always do my weekly food shopping at a different supermarket chain, as it is much bigger and I have a loyalty card for it. I rarely go to this shop as it's smaller and doesn't do certain things I like, but I just needed maybe a dozen things so I didn't know my apparent doppelganger worked here. This lady was somewhat of a frequent customer however, so was used to seeing a purple hair guy working there and assumed I was him off shift. 
the actual employee helped her out and I'm sure after I spoke with him. Now let's have a bit of a waffle time, shall we? Um, as some of you guys might know, if you're new to the channel, you probably don't know, I used to work in market research and I've done it for self-employed and full-time employed with a, with a company as well. And it required me to do various tasks. I'll give you a quick example of what happens with some market research. So in this particular one, we were testing various different butters. A customer to us wanted to test their new formulation of butter. So they like added a little bit more salt or remove some salt as an example and they wanted to test it to the competitors out there so what you have to do to get these competitors because it has to go through all the transportation be refrigerated go through you know shops warehouses to make it a fair test so they require you to go to the shops and buy the butter off the shelves but it's not that simple you the butter has to be all the same batch code and the batch code is when it was made if you look on any product most products you will find a little batch code on there by the best before date there'll be a batch code as well which if you look at the the batch code calendar kind of thing you'll find out when that product was actually made the day it was made so with that information you have to like get let's say I needed 50 tubs of butter and it all had to be the same batch code which you can't always do in one store so I have to go from store to store to match up these batch codes and it can be a pain in the ass sometimes not all the time but sometimes and so you go from store to store picking up these butters and before anyone says you can't just go to Costco and buy it all you have to do like main main supermarket chains so this required me to go to a lot of stores sometimes for certain projects and this what this particular butter one was a great pain in the ass and I had to go to about probably about 30 or 40 different supermarkets starting in my local area and then going outwards so I'm in Oxfordshire so then I go to Berkshire and, and it basically expand to the outer edges of London basically and most of the time when I'm going around I have a clipboard or I have an iPad or something to note these batch codes down so I know how many this particular store has if I have to go back to them later on completely weird and wild job I know right <laughs> But because I had this iPad and this clipboard, a lot of people would mistake me for working there and they'd come up to me and I got like loads and loads of stories about this. But this particular one, I was buying like a, a load of butter. I think it was called, I can't believe it's not butter. I think that was the actual name of the brand. And um, I must have had about 60 or 70 tubs in my trolley. Luckily, they had tons of it on the shelves. I don't know why they had so much butter. It was a really hot day outside, so I was being pretty quick because I had cool boxes in the back of the van I was driving at the time. So I needed to transfer it all into these cool boxes. And as I went through the tills, I paid for it without question. Usually I get questioned about this sort of stuff. And as I got to the other side, there was a little old lady waiting for me. And she said, where are you going with all that butter? And I was like, I just bought it. <laughs> she was like, why do you need so much butter? Is it... Is it being discounted? And it was like, no, I just like literally purchased this butter. I've bought it. I don't work here or anything like that. And I don't know if this person was waiting for me for this particular moment or what, but she went on about her community center and how they do baking and stuff like that. And they go for a lot of butter. And do I want to give some <laughs> to this community center, a donation for their cakes? And whilst it was really sweet, and if I had more time and extra butter, I probably would have given her this butter but I needed this butter. I had like just the right amount for this particular project I was working on. And so I tried explaining about the whole market research and I was just met with a blank look on my face and she sort of huffed and walked off afterwards and made me feel like a complete asshole because of it. And it wasn't my fault. 
but yeah, some of you might want a little conclusion on what happens with the butter as well. So once we got all the all the different brands together, they get shipped off to like a, a hall of some sort, a hall that we hire, and then people come in that have been recruited, like people off the street. You get like a leaflet handed to you. Do you want to participate in this test? You get this for doing so. And people come in, they try a little bit of butter on a cracker or something like that. Write down their thoughts, a little questionnaire they get given. And then that's all collated and you get results based on that. That's just one of the tests in market research. It's not the only way. There's many, many different tests and many different weird little jobs like I had to do, like debranding chocolate and stuff like that. Debranding cans. And yeah, it, it was a never ending weird selection of jobs that I had to do. I absolutely loved it because of the whole range of things and time sensitive stuff you had to do. Many, many stories that I'll share with you in future stories as well. But before we jog on, we have one more story. And this story is from Surplus32. Not so funny mix up with the phone numbers. Hi, I came across this post and it reminded me of something that happened to my dad. Remember when smartphones were becoming a thing? My dad initially refused to participate in this trend. He kept his old non-smartphone which malfunctioned after some time. From around two years, my dad didn't have a phone until he decided to give in and buy a smartphone. Now you know how old numbers, which I no longer use, go back into circulation after some time. Well, apparently, the phone number which my dad received previously belonged to a prostitute. So what happened is that my dad would receive several messages a day of men asking for sexual services. Some of them were very explicit and the men were describing in detail what they would like to do to that girl. Whereas the others were more shy and polite and they would just ask if she was available at 3pm or where they should meet. Most of the customers wouldn't back off after my dad told them they had the wrong number. They would insist that it can't be because I have this number saved in my phone book or you're just trying to weasel out of it from meeting with me. There was a guy who somehow got the impression that this prostitute gave the phone to her pimp so he would send messages every day to ask, will she be available today or can you put her on the phone? Luckily, for some reason, there weren't many calls, just messages. The really distressing part that most of these people wouldn't understand what no means. You have to tell them no 10 times before they realize they're not going to meet up with the prostitute that they wanted. I can't imagine that it's very pleasant for these prostitutes to meet up with such clients. My dad was furious and he was convinced that it had something to do with the new phone being a smartphone. The messages wouldn't stop, so he had got a new number and it was only then when he realized smartphones are not necessarily linked to prostitution. And this one made me particularly sad, especially like what OP was saying at the end there, and they're totally right. And it sort of gave me thoughts like, if these people are so insistent, you know, and entitled in that way and, 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 and bloody rude, to be quite honest, imagine what they're like with these women or men that they want to see. It's, um, yeah, it's incredibly troubling, isn't it? But we shall end today's stories on that one. And what do you think of today's stories? What are your thoughts on today's stories? As always, I love to hear it and I love it when you get involved with the channel. Thank you so much for being here today. If you'd like to support the channel further, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description of a Patreon and joining up there. Thank you so much for your love, your time and your support. It means the absolute world. And I will see you in the next one. Take care guys. Much love.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.